Hey everybody, welcome back to Grounded Moments. This is your host, Brian James McMahon. You hear me say this at the beginning of each episode as we take a minute to settle in, that I really believe that we're at our best when we're grounded, when we're settled and secure in who we are, where we are, and what we're doing. I think that living, loving, and leading from groundedness takes intentionality, effort, and creativity, and it takes time. That's what we do in each Grounded Moments episode. We take a few minutes to slow down, to be present with ourselves, to be present with a thought or an idea, and to give ourselves space to settle, to get our feet on the ground, so that we're able to operate from a place of groundedness and not in pursuit of it, not trying to grab a hold of something, but actually able to be settled, to be present, and to lead from our best selves, from our centered self, from a place of groundedness. So join me in today's episode as we explore just one particular idea and one one way of thinking about things um, that I hope that as we wander together, that we might each find ourselves a little bit more grounded, a little bit more centered, so that whether we are living, whether we are loving, whether we are leading, whatever our context is, we're able to do so um, from our best selves. We're able to do so from a settled and secure place. I wanna spend a few minutes today just exploring this idea of living from a sense of safety and what that even means and what the elements are that go into having a sense of safety, why it's important, um, what happens if we didn't have it, the way that it really impacts our capacity to be present and to be grounded and to live from a place of wholeness. Um, If this is the first Grounded Moments episode that you are catching, one welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope this will be useful to you as you journey with me, um, just as we explore things that have to do with living, loving, and leading from a place of wholeness and groundedness. But this is midway through a conversation. This is actually the third part of my series that I'm calling Pursuing Wholeness. Um, and in, in each of the first two parts, um, I, I, the first part I talk about um, the concept of being present and why that matters and how that's a marker for how we recognize and understand whether or not we're operating from a place of wholeness. I mean, the second one, I really talk about um, why it's so important to have a stabilized sense of identity and what that even means and what are the elements of the sense of identity. In some ways, I I think that our sense of identity and our sense of safety are, are the two legs that we stand on when we're grounded and when we're whole. And then if either one of them is destabilized, it tends to tip us over. We tend to be leaning. It's easier to knock us down. It's easier to stumble around. We tend to not um, operate as well. It's harder to be present if one of these two legs is destabilized. So um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, I really want to encourage you go back. Uh, You can wait till you're done with this episode and go back and listen to the other two. Um, that this conversation is really meant for each of these three parts to be one part of of the conversation. It's really one ongoing conversation. Um, So if if you did listen, if you have heard the previous, you'll you'll remember that I use this metaphor of walking down the stairs and that when um, I I have a a two-story house and I have a railing, a banister that goes down one side of my stairs. And and when I'm really present, when I'm balanced, when I'm grounded, when I'm feeling actually pretty secure, I don't necessarily have to hold on to things as I walk down. My two legs will just carry me on down. I can walk down the steps. But 
when I stumble, if I lose my balance, if there's a toy that's left on the stairs that I stumble over, and now I'm, now I'm not stable. Right now, I'm no longer just kind of in that moment, in the zone, walking down the stairs. I am now grabbing for something to stabilize myself, to bring me back to center. And I, I think if we're honest, we can all probably recognize days, moments, experiences, relationships, where we've been thrown off, where we've lost our balance, where we've been destabilized. And I think a lot of us probably know what that feels like in our bodies. We probably know what those days look like, that those are days when we feel like we're losing our minds, when it's really hard to get the things done that probably come easily on other days. Those are the days where are the people in our lives drive us the most crazy. Um, when my daughter acts up the most because I'm not grounded and I'm not stabilized and she's feeling it and she's reacting to it and my wife gets on my nerves, that these days when we're destabilized, when we're not centered, we're not grounded, we're actually not living from our whole selves. And so I talked last time about the need, that one leg, that need for a, a real solid sense of identity that we can stand on, that we can lean on, that, that experience that talks about our specialness and uniqueness and value and desirability and belonging. Um, today, I, I want to spend just a few minutes really exploring the second leg, um, this sense of safety that is so important for us to actually be grounded, to be centered, to, to live from a place of wholeness that I actually, I actually would, would argue that it, it might actually be impossible to truly be present in the moment we're in if we don't have a stabilized sense of identity and a stabilized sense of safety. Um, and, and remember, when I talk about being present, um, this is going back to the, the first part of this series, I'm talking about being able to be fully attentive to the moment that we're in while also recognizing that that moment is one of a string of moments of things that come before and after it, that I'm not drifting into a fantasy place or a daydreamy place where I'm forgetting the past and ignorant of the future, but I can actually hold those while still being present in this particular moment. And you can hear how hard that can be to do, which is why we need to have both, both legs of our stabilization working. So let's talk for a minute about this sense of safety that becomes so important. And I actually think when I use the word safety, a lot of people will think a lot of different things. They'll think, uh, talking about the physical sense of safety, like when I go on a walk, do I feel like I'm safe? When I'm talking to someone, do I feel like I'm about to get popped in the face? And what is that physical sense of safety like? And that, that certainly is a component to it. But beyond that, in addition to that physical sense of safety, there's also a very real experienced relational and emotional safety. And what I mean is when, I, when I'm sitting in relationship with someone, do I feel relaxed or do I have a way of feeling guarded? Right? I, we, we can almost parallel the language of trust. How much do I trust someone? That actually trust is very much connected to this sense of safety. That if I don't feel safe with someone, um, I'm probably not going to trust them very much to do a whole lot with. Right? You, you think about it almost like if you have something of value that you want to hand to someone, you need to trust that they're going to be able to hold it or you're not going to hand it to them because they'll drop it and it gets shattered and it gets broken and that's not a safe, they're not a safe person to hand something to. So when I'm talking about safety today, we're really honing in and looking at that experienced sense of safety that we have with others and with the world around us. And there's, there's three particular components 
to the experience of safety um, that ha in relationship, right? So you hear this is not about I am internally safe with myself. I'm, I'm talking about I'm safe in relationships in the world around me. This has very much of an interplay experience that it isn't about me isolating myself, but when I lean into relationship, when I put myself out there, what is my experience of safety? And the three primary components of that experience of safety have to do with openness, fairness, and reliability. And, and I'm going to unpack each of those here. Don't, don't worry. When, when I talk about openness, what I mean is we can talk about anything. That we don't have secrets. That we, can, we have a place where we can put things on the table. It doesn't mean we like everything that's on the table. Uh, it doesn't mean that everything is without pain. But it means that there is an openness that I don't have to wonder, can I bring up this topic? Can we not talk about that? Where are the parameters? How far can I go in this conversation? That, that there's an openness in our conversation that I understand if there are parameters and right, if someone's uncomfortable having a conversation about something that I can trust, that they'll be able to say, hey, like I'm not ready to have that conversation. So we have this sense of openness. And, and the opposite, an example of, of what it would be like to not have openness is if, if any of you grew up in a family where there were family secrets, right? where you knew that there were things that were there, but you also knew that we don't, you don't talk about them. Right? That in our family, we just don't go there. We don't have those conversations. That there's almost like a taboo area. Right, that's a closeness, that's secrets, those are hiding. And what that creates is an insecurity, an instability around when am I gonna cross that line? Like we all know that there's lines when we have those taboo areas in our families. And we get anxious and tense because we don't wanna cross those lines. When we talk about openness, we're talking about a, a family, a community, relationships, where we don't have lines that become like minefields that we wander into. That it, it doesn't mean that we talk about everything all the time, right? There's appropriate levels of conversation. There's appropriate ways of talking depending how old your kids are. But it's one thing to say, let me explain it to you in a way that you can understand now and as you get older, we'll continue exploring it. That's, that's different than saying, we, we don't talk about that, or you're not ready to know that, or that's not for you to know. Uh, that th when we put those parameters around, we close off the open communication in our families, that actually undermines our sense of safety because this, this experience of openness, like a kid that, that knows I can ask my parents any question and I'm not gonna get yelled at, doesn't mean they'll answer every question the way that I want it to be answered, but I can feel free to put it on the table. I can feel free to voice the question and to be curious uh, and know that I'm not gonna be popped if I do. So openness is one component. Reliability is the second of the three components that is so significant in establishing our sense of safety. And what I mean by reliability is this experience of someone consistently having our back. It's this consistency of people doing what they say they're going to do and not doing what they say they're not going to do. Um, and in family systems, when we talk about we're looking at like attachment theory and we're talking about family systems, we, we're not looking at 100% reliability. That actually what, what the research seems to suggest is that the, that the 75 to 80% reliability line, that, that's kind of the line where it, safety is able to be established. That man, if, we're, if we come through 75 or 80% of the time, 
right? We're going to be experienced as reliable. Think about it with your friends, right? If, if they shut you down 90% of the time, they're not gonna, you're not going to feel they're very reliable. You're not going to trust them a whole lot. Right, that actually the people that you call up when, you, when you're in a crunch and you need to move and you didn't have enough people, um, the people you call up are the ones that you know have a high probability of saying yes because there's a reliability. And reliability paired with openness, these are two of the three really um, experiences that undergird our own sense of safety. And the third component to our sense of safety is fairness which means that people within a relationship are treated fairly, that there aren't um, differing rules for different people, that right, the oldest child and the youngest child don't have very different experiences within the family system, that within a group of friends, that there aren't some people that have special privileges and some people that don't, that we think about fairness has a great deal to do with establishing a sense of safety. Right? So thinking about the families that we grew up in, thinking about the relationships that we have, the relationships and the family systems that we are going to feel the most safe in, where our sense of safety is going to be the most stable, are going to be the relationships that feel the most open, that feel the most reliable, and that feel the most fair. That those are the ones where our sense of safety is actually going to be the most present, which allows us to trust them and to walk openly and to engage relationships. So I want you to imagine for a moment and, and think back earlier in your life, think even into maybe it's a more recent experience, but I want you to think about for a moment who in your life feels the most safe to you? Like what are the relationships that feel the most grounding, that feel the most safe, that feel the most open, the ones that you feel like you can talk about the most? I just want you to think about those relationships. Um, I, I know for me, when I, was, when I was 10, my family relocated across the world. We actually left North America and moved to Asia, which was a really destabilizing experience. And in that journey, I, I met this woman. We had a stop in, in Seattle for some training, and I met this woman named Leanne. And Leanne became an incredibly safe person for me. And the reason that she became safe is during that, that time when we were in Seattle for training, when my life had been uprooted, I was able to share openly with her about what was going on. And my siblings were able to share openly. And she was really reliable. She showed up. And then over the subsequent years, every conference that our agency would have, Leanne would show up and she would spend time with me and she would check in with me. And you can see where there's this reliability that there was something to look forward to, that she would show up, that she was consistent, that she was open, and that she treated my siblings and I fairly. She didn't try to defend my parents or defend God, that she actually created space to hold it all. It was open, it was fair, and it was reliable. And she became this really safe person for me. And I, and I think that probably many of us can, can think about some safe people and then I want you to contrast that with people in your life who don't necessarily feel safe. Right? Maybe that's our families of origin and we can think about the way family secrets operated um, growing up and the way that we just weren't sure what can and cannot be talked about. And you can feel that uncertainty in the way that when we don't feel safe in a relationship, it really destabilizes us. Right? Now, why is this important? Right? Why are we talking about relational safety 
in a conversation entitled Pursuing Wholeness, where we started off talking about being present, right? Being present with our children, being present with our partners, being present in our workplaces. And well, the reason we're talking about this is because in moments, in days, where my sense of safety is destabilized, right? Where maybe I felt betrayed by someone that I thought I could trust. Maybe um, people that were reliable for me suddenly have not been reliable. Or um, we have these experiences that kind of poke us in our sense of safety, that kind of knock one leg out from under us. And we actually become really imbalanced when we don't have a, a secure sense of safety, when there are question marks around, right? We get in a fight with our partner, um, work situation changes, and now something that felt really stable in my life, something that felt reliable and fair, no longer feels reliable and fair. These become really destabilizing and unsettling. And if I'm not conscious that I've been destabilized, I start to tilt one way, right? Maybe my sense of identity is still grounded, but my sense of safety is really destabilized. and I start to tilt one way. It does not take much on those days to knock us off balance, right? Those are the days where we lose um, our minds, where we lose our patience with our families, where we get really irritable at work because we're probably already knocked off balance a little bit. And then the small things just kind of tilt us further and knock us even further. So I want us to pay attention to this. So even right now, as, as we wind down this episode of Grounded Moments, of these few moments that we spent together, I want you just to pay attention to where you are right now. How stable do you feel in the sense of safety? The relationships that are around you, your, your home and the people that are there, how confident, how high is your trust? Are you guarded? Do you feel like maybe you're holding people a little bit at a distance? Are you able to lean in open, trusting that there's safety in that relationship? That how we feel, how that sense of safety, where we are in that sense of safety, impacts greatly our capacity to be present and really our capacity to be whole. So I just want you to pay attention to that, to the tension in your body, to the relationships that might be unsettling you right now. Right? And it's not about eliminating all of the relationships that aren't safe. Uh, we'll constantly be cutting things off and, and we'll never be able to completely surround ourselves by only safe people. But it's really helpful to be able to recognize, hey, these people feel safer to me. They actually allow me to feel more grounded in my sense of safety. And these people tend to unsettle me. So we wanna be attentive to that so we can create some balance in our lives and make choices from that and be intentional and know that, wow, yeah, I'm probably a little bit more irritable because I my sense of safety got a little jacked up this week, whether it was work or friendships or family. So pay attention to that. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope that as we end today, you find yourself a little bit more grounded. You have some things to think about and that you'll check back in for our next Grounded Moments. Be kind to yourselves and take care.